You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Paul Aspen with you on a Wednesday morning live State Farm Stadium uh, right outside of State Farm Stadium, we're at the Bet MGM Sports. We've been here all week getting ready for Super Bowl 57. Big show planned today. Ben Brown, Pro Football Focus. Kenny Kim on the Waste Management, which starts tomorrow. Michael Beller, executive producer of the Athletic Football Show. We're going to have a lot of fun today on the show and a ton on the Super Bowl. But, Aaron, first of all, welcome to Glendale. Welcome to Arizona. And we uh, will start with a little basketball today because LeBron James is now the all-time leading scorer. I know. I love it. The sun is rising. And yes. we're talking LeBron here right before the Super Bowl. Listen, when I was watching the pregame uh, last night, I'm thinking, when I see LeBron in that black suit, I'm like, Yep, that's breaking yep. the record outfit right there. It's going to happen. And he said it was there was almost too many cameras on the court. The stars were there, the crowd on their feet every time he makes a basket. So um, you had a feeling it was going to happen, and of course it did. And, and no better place to do it. We had discussed it leading up to this moment that he wants to do this in, in L.A., in front of the home crowd. Yeah, I mean, it was all set up last night. Aaron, you mentioned the outfit. That was a – you can't wear that outfit out of the building unless you break the record. Like, the plan has to be I'm breaking the record. And, Paul, he didn't get off to a good start last night. He didn't score much early. But then I started watching like 10 minutes in, and he started racking up points. And then the second quarter, he racked up a lot. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is – at halftime, you kind of knew he was going to break the record. He finished his 38 points. And, you know, we talked about this about a week, two weeks ago – this was the game. I mean, at one point, it had a big number on it. Then it, I took it a two to one last week to, to break it against the Thunder. And then he broke it on the jump shot in the third quarter. That, that was, as we played it out, I was wondering like when he would get it because, you know, he'd have to have a lot of points in this game. I thought fourth quarter against the Thunder, he did it third quarter and he just left no doubt late. Yeah, you were all over this. So that was a great call. Um, it w there was a lot of talk, right? He wanted to do it in Milwaukee with Kareem there right. as well, the history there. But once he got to, once I saw he had, was at like 14 points in the second quarter, that's when, and we talked about it the last couple of days, like if he's in range, he was going to turn it up and get there. And that's exactly what happened. So, I mean, cool scene. And I think we were all, you know, you were all over it. And it was a great call by you. And, and Aaron, just on his career, like it's, it's amazing because there's, there's so many different ups and downs with him over his career. Just like, well, he wasn't going to win a title. Then he finally won a title and bounced around different teams. I mean, it's crazy. Like, he lived up to all of the hype. Yeah. He, he's still a great player. Like, I, I'm watching him last night score, and I'm like, how is he still this good at 38 years old? Honestly, I remember being a kid, and, um, you know, in our household, we were a big basketball family. My brother played, and he'd be like, yeah, there's this kid, LeBron. He's coming out of high school. Like, all this talk about him, all the hype, and he really has lived up to it. Also, I've met him before. Very humble, genuine guy. At least he was to me in the brief uh, time I spoke to him. It, it, I thought it was refreshing. I was shocked. I thought he was going to be a little more egotistical. And just reading um, his comments saying he could count on his hand the number of times he 
he's cried in his life. And the moment where he hugs Kareem and they embrace there and have that special moment, and you could see he just starts to cry and just an emotional time. The cutaway of when, you know, he's talking to his kids during the game. I know. Should I break the record? I don't know if they were nervous. I was expecting his kids to be like, his hype man like you got this dad yeah, they're pretty go. calm yeah they were kind of looking down and maybe they were just kind of like there's a lot of cameras on us right now we don't know what's going on but uh they were calm and uh, kareem's reaction i don't know i mean of course he's got to be happy for him but right. is that bittersweet for him too i would think i would think so i mean he, he had the record for what 30 yeah. years i mean yeah. he had he's had the record for since 84 i mean it's been a really long time so yeah i'm sure it's bittersweet but the one thing, Paul, that I thought about last night is they lost the game. Lakers lost that game last night. The Thunder aren't any good. It kind of encapsulated the Lakers era of LeBron James, right? Like, he's still great. He's still scoring. He's still the, one of the best players. And his team stinks. And outside the bubble year, it's just been the whole L.A. thing has been a waste. And it's a bummer to see his career likely, you know, end there unless someday turn it around, maybe get into the playoffs and make some sort of crazy run, which none of us expect. But don't we see this the majority of the time with these great players? Yeah. Like, they never go out on top. I mean, Peyton, I guess, did, but it was a little bumpy. Like, there was a major injury in there. But, like, Brady, we just saw, you know, Jordan with the Wizards. I guess it's cool for him to stay around. And he's still trying to win, obviously. This just has not worked out at all. They keep trying different things with uh, Russell Westbrook. You know, the tweet about maybe it's me with the Kyrie thing <laughs> yeah. not working out. Um, so, I don't know how much longer. He's still playing at a high level. But as a team, it's you got no high hopes for this. Yeah, and the Lakers have been trying to get Kyrie for a while now, but clearly the Nets were doing everything they could to make sure that that mm -hmm. deal fell through. Of course, he did win one championship with the Lakers, but yeah, I mean, it is it's probably not how he wanted to go out. I'm sure he's just as frustrated and still has that competitive nature in him and wants to win more than anyone. Yeah, I mean, you would have thought when he got there, maybe we'd be betting on the Lakers to win titles, not him to break a record on a Tuesday night against the Thunder. But that, that's where his career is. But obviously an incredible achievement for LeBron James, number one scorer of all time. All right, to the Super Bowl stuff, um, as we look forward to Sunday, I thought it was interesting yesterday. There was a, a report from the NFL Network, Paul, that, that – Patrick Mahomes, and look, he hasn't been on the injury report. You know, he's been fine. He played well against the, the Bengals. But he's going to push his ankle Friday and Saturday to figure out what he could do because him and Andy Reid are trying to figure out how many of those plays that they normally run they could put in the game plan. And I get it, right? They want to know. But at the same point, like, pushing your ankle in practice, that, that is a kind of a weird thing for me two days before the Super Bowl. That's, this is questionable. Uh, it seems like a very questionable decision to me. And we've seen him try to push it mm -hmm. in these games. And whenever he does, he comes up limping the next play. Right. I just don't know why you wouldn't keep some plays in your back pocket, emergency plays, and maybe do them at half speed, three-quarter speed. I don't know exactly what pushing it is. But if you're going all out on practice on Friday or Saturday, that that just seems like a recipe for disaster, potentially. I already bet his rushing yards under, under 20 and a half. That's a good number under. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, if, if all these reports come, if they do do this and it all comes out, hey, he's feeling great, he's looking great, you know, they're going to add some of these running plays to their repertoire. It doesn't look as good. But I, I think it's a, especially for somewhat conservative coach, but maybe without these receivers, 
and the receivers they've had in the past, like a Tyree Kill. Maybe they feel like they really have to unveil or have this part of the playbook ready. Yeah, Aaron, so where, where are you on the game? Because we, we, the last couple of days we've been talking, none of us have a really strong opinion on who's going to win the Super Bowl. It's weird. We are, we're at Wednesday. We've been talking about this game for a week and a half, and none of us feel super strong about a side. Yeah. Obviously, it's not a big spread, so it's not like you're going to take one team to cover but not win. Like, right, the winner's probably just going to cover the game. But where are you at on this Wednesday as we get ready for the Super Bowl? I think I've come around. Uh, in the beginning, I thought this was Eagles. But now, obviously, we all know with a couple weeks rest, hearing Mahomes might push it. My immediate was like, yes, that Rick yep. Ross song, Push It to the Limit, came to my head. Let's go, Mahomes. I mean, first of all, you can't bet against Mahomes and Andy Reid. At least I can't. I got to believe what I saw. And when I saw him play when he was super banged up without the two weeks rest, I was like, wow, okay, I'm not betting against Mahomes again. No, thank you. So I also bet the over early when we first got the prop, uh, 286 and a half passing yards. That that thing's gone up like 10 yards. 290, right? Yeah, and I think you, it's even like 294. Wow. It's even higher now. And I still like it. I actually even like... With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Over 300, you could even find um, at plus 105, I believe. So I, I think... I think he's going to be able to uh, go over that. That's one of my favorite bets. But, yeah, I, I lean Chiefs now. It's not a strong opinion because I really don't know either. And I'm in a, I'm in a position where I have futures on both teams, so I kind of just want to sit on the sidelines. If You're I'm set up, yeah. completely honest, I would love to just kick back, relax, and have fun. Obviously not for the show. I've got to have an opinion, and we got to give out some props. But personally speaking, for my bets, I'm in a great position. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, well, and it's going to be interesting to see if the line moves anymore, Paul, because we had that last week. It's kind of just sat here at one and a half. I do wonder if we get more good news on Mahomes, if we get news on Friday, he pushed it and he feels great. I feel like more bets are coming in on the Chiefs before kickoff. They're still getting points. You still get plus money on the Chiefs on the money line. That almost never happens. I feel like, if I had to guess the last-minute bets, they're going to be on the Chiefs. I, I would expect the same. I would not be shocked at all if the Chiefs are favored by halftime. And one thing you can look at now as I was looking through this, you know, heavy prop packet that we have here, and we've been looking through the last couple of days, like Chiefs' first quarter team total over 6.5 is plus money. Like wow. You can get different numbers on the Chiefs right now as they're still a dog that maybe mm. there are different angles to play it. So I think I'm, I'm going to be looking at some of those, and I – I'm with you guys. I mean, I'm, I'm holding Chiefs futures, even as a lifelong Eagles fan. So I'm kind of in that similar spot where it's like, well, I guess it's win-win. But I'm starting more and more to think that this could be a Chiefs spot. But do you think the Chiefs come out swinging and, like, punch them in the mouth early? Because I could see this being, like, a slower, tired game to start. And then maybe the Chiefs pull away in the second half. Well, that's typically Super Bowls, right? They're usually they, – they start slow. It's like it's just a weird atmosphere, and then the teams get going. I mean, the one thing about both these teams, they make explosive plays. It wouldn't shock me. I know both you – know, the Eagles try to stop explosives, but it's tough to do that against Mahomes. It wouldn't surprise me if there's a big play early in this game, right? We have so many playmakers on both sides, two good quarterbacks. Like, th there could be a bunch of, uh, of big-time plays. Yeah, that, that's an interesting number, Paul, the six-and-a-half in the first quarter because – 
I mean, that's you just ask it for one score out of the best offense in the league. Yeah, and I mean, it wouldn't be. Are we going to be shocked with like second and three, some sort of play action pass, or just like a deep shot from the Chiefs? Either coach, honestly, aggressive no. coaches as well. So yeah, I'm. I think there's. I like the first quarter, even if they start somewhat slow-ish on their first couple drives. I do like. I'm probably going to play the first drive over 38 and a half total yards on the first drive, okay. mm-hmm. um, and then the the quarter total over nine and a half total points in the first quarter. So I think they may start slowish in the first couple minutes, but I think it'll ramp up pretty quickly here. If I wonder if if the Eagles get the ball, even as Sirianni is aggressive as he is, if they can run the ball on the Chiefs, then that's like a methodical drive that might chew up some clock that maybe doesn't get you in the first quarter or get you there over that team total in the first quarter. So those are some different things. Well, yeah, you're limiting possession, then, right? It could be right. two, two Eagles possessions, one Chiefs in the right. first quarter. So there's all those little elements. Obviously, the coin toss plays a big role in, in how many possessions of the first quarter, who has it. So uh, that's a good number, though. Six and a half Chiefs points first quarter. The other NFL thing going on um, from yesterday, away from the Super Bowl, I guess Derek Carr, Aaron might have a new team. He's visiting the Saints. The Derek Carr... I'm not even going to call it sweepstakes. Like this, whatever this has been for the last month. No, it seems like nobody wants Derek Carr. And finally, the Saints are like, I guess if you want to come over and hang out. Uh, it's it's a weird thing because the Raiders don't want him. They might release him. They could trade him. And now it seems like the Saints might be his best landing spot. Yeah, I, when I saw the headlines, I was like, wah, wah. Yeah. I mean, if I'm a Saints fan, I'm like, cool, I guess. Derek Carr than, to Chris Olave. Hold on to your seats, everybody. Better than Andy Dalton, right? <laughs> exactly. So it's an upgrade, but. But James Winston is better than Andy Dalton. What are the Saints doing? I don't know. Well, I mean, this guy was tied for a second with the most interceptions in the league last year. That was like the knock on James, and he lost his job to injury, and you had absolutely no shot to do anything at the end of the season when there was still a backdoor window to the division title. I Like, it, it doesn't make sense, like, for Carr. I mean, for him, yeah, he'll take any job. But just I don't know what the Saints are doing. I mean, I have I haven't known what the Saints are doing for a while now. Right. I mean, it's just it's a weird thing. And for Derek Carr, I mean, there's no buzz on this, Aaron. I, I don't. I I wonder if he signs there, or traded, whatever it's going to be. I guess they'll become the favorites to win that division. But I wouldn't be jumping a bet on the Saints just because they have Derek Carr. I don't think he's much of an upgrade from what they had last year. I agree. I mean, I think if I'm Derek Carr, I'm just grateful to keep playing. Um, I, I'm grateful to have a job. Yeah, exactly. Like you're just grateful that you're not, you know, going to be sitting at home at this point in his career. He's kind of like a backup now in my opinion yeah, or a bottom end starter yeah. like the 20th best quarterback it you know a year ago or two years ago he was playing better there would have been this would have been a bigger thing it's almost like a, as if the end this is the nfl's version of stafford a couple years ago but this is not going to end that way he's not going to end up in a super bowl um paul i wouldn't be on the saints in the nfc south even with him like i'm not rushing to bet them as a favorite early if he's their quarterback no not at all and i'm maybe the panthers depending on how their quarterback situation right. or oh, maybe no, the falcons the like if, oh paul you got to get up the panthers. i know we're, we're back again yep. but one thing we will not go back to that we did at least i did and we talked about last summer we will not be betting Derek carr to lead the league in passing yards i know no, yeah. no. it's kind of a longer I, shot we I looked think at I did that two years in a row yeah so like Blood agreement. No more Derek Carr like passing yes. leader props. No. Yeah, we're out. So I'm looking right now where he finished. He finished 14th this past season. So that was uh, I would not say. A I mean, great it's bet. exciting because we knew you know the weapons he had yeah. with Las Vegas, but yeah, it, 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 I think it was more of a value play. Yeah, it was a got decent good number. numbers, but yeah, not we, even close. And we played it out that we're going to be losing a lot of games. Like I, I made a donation to the sports book. Yeah, two we, years in a row. We all do that. Uh, <laughs> Too often, actually. But, uh, yes, card to the Saints seems like a real thing. Quickly, college hoops last night. 
Um, we were on the Rutgers Indiana under. I think you were on the team total, right? Indiana I don't team know total? how that got there. I let we left for dinner. It was 38 points in the first quarter. I was like, cool. The cold streak continues. We're waiting for our table. Look down, and they hit right at 66 points. I had the uh, Indiana team total under 69 and a half and under 66 and a half. No idea how it got there, but I'll take it. Yeah, the 135 and a half under catches. I mean, right, Rutgers defense. That's what it is. They're just yeah. it, it's a great defense, and they don't they don't score much. So their games tend to live under. I think they've only allowed 70 points three times in 20 something games. I mean, they just, they don't allow points. So what that, about your team Marquette? Uh, we have to bring up Marquette. Are you concerned? Cause they were getting their butts. No, cause I, <laughs> I also jumped on UConn to win the title now. So I, I, I was happy either oh, way last time. I'm in, I'm in, that. I'm in okay. on a 30. Cause everyone was coming for me when Purdue lost to Indiana. So oh, I was like, no. you know what? This needs to be an equal opportunity show. So I'm coming for you about Marquette. I like it. Becky Well daily. We are live Glendale, Arizona on the other side. Power rankings on the Beck All Network.